episode indicates how far we have uh, hashtag come since 2010 and that they're all pretty racist. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one, I feel like, specifically rejects some premises that I take for granted about how (laughs) humans interact with each other and themselves. Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Good day, and welcome back to Was Glee Good? Um, today okay. we're just okay. well it's morning for us but I don't know when our listeners are listening okay. um, I'm Willie <laughs> I'm Robbie I'm Liz and today we're discussing episode 16 home yeah okay Wikipedia plot summary let's do it um, <laughs> Kurt oh boy Kurt fixes up his father on a date with Finn's mother Carol in hopes of having a regular family uh, and of getting closer to Finn his plan by that... judgment about <laughs> this one <laughs> His plan backfires when his father bonds with Finn over sports, leaving Kurt feeling excluded. Will rents out April Rhodes's roller rink for New Directions <laughs> as a temporary practice space. Will helps April sort out her life once more, culminating in April becoming a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's true! Culminating in April becoming a millionaire and buying the school auditorium for the Glee Club. So many follow-up questions. Mercedes deals with weight issues after Sue tells her to lose 10 pounds for an upcoming Cheerios interview, but learns to feel comfortable with who she is. So I think, based on this episode, <laughs> we can firmly answer the question, was Glee good? No. This episode no, was terrible. It's fucking awful. But, but... I have yelled out loud at it more time than I ever right, yelled I out loud at it. Right, I had a blast feeling uppity about it. <laughs> um, so I, every episode indicates how far we have uh, hashtag come since 2010 and that they're all pretty racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one I feel like specifically really, really rejects some premises that I take for granted about how humans <laughs> interact with each other and themselves. Yeah. Um, Ryan Murphy. Well, actually, you know what? I don't know if I think that's changed to this day. No. I don't know if Ryan Murphy is like heard of intersectionality. No. I also believe that to this day Ryan Murphy's never spoken to any woman who has a current modern day eating disorder. Oh, absolutely not. Are you <laughs> kidding me? No. He has no concept of how any of that works. Yeah, not at all. Uh, to be is, fair... Is he who wrote this episode? No. No, okay. Brad, Brad Felschuk did. Would it make sense? Because Kurt, like, spends a lot of it wandering around looking very handsome. Um, he does But also doesn't make sense because I... Brad Felschuk is usually pretty good, I feel like. And I... There's about two minutes of this episode that I think you can see that in. Totally. And the other <laughs> 40 minutes. is just like, oh, I wish, I wish anyone else had looked at this one before you started filming it. Just, okay. Anyone. Okay, so we start with Sue sitting across from Kurt and Mercedes, who mm-hmm. she refers to as ladies immediately, which is <laughs> fine if we're the fact that then, like, I'm pretty sure the entire show, Sue only refers to Kurt as a girl. Yeah. It's just like a lazy joke. Yeah. Yeah. Later she'll say, how the, how don't the two of you have a show on Bravo already? A better uh, joke. She did it on Broadway. How did Bravo. Oh, that's a better joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed Broadway also, but Bravo is a better joke. Yeah. Anyway, it's just fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. The point being that she tells them that she is, uh, is going to be interviewed by Splits Magazine <laughs> after that's campaigning good. for herself to win some kind of fancy award, best cheerleading coach ever or something. Best cheerleading coach of the last 2,000 years. Yeah, that's very specific and good. Yeah. Um, and she wants Mercedes to lose weight and start wearing the, like, cheerleading uniform right. that all the girls wear. Now, do we ever get an explanation for why they don't just make that in a larger size? No. No. Okay, good. Great. To be I clear, think- Mercedes has been wearing the, like, 
The, like, tracksuit pants. The tracksuit pants, yeah. Well, she yeah. says it's not because of her weight. She says it's because she's afraid of starting a sex riot, which is great. Throughout, <laughs> throughout this episode, it'll be confusing, like, and, like, obviously all of our feelings about ourselves and our bodies are confusing, but, like, the show really never takes a line on, like, whether Mercedes actually does feel bad. Or whether, oh, like... She's yeah. just trying to acquiesce to Sue's request. And the acting like, choices are a little confusing, too. Like, yes. I think it's more of a directing choice, quite frankly. But, like, I can't tell. Like, she's, are they saying she yeah. really loves herself? And then this just has been, like, a little blip because they want... Like, it's very confusing. She's doing her best with the material she's given. Right. Yeah, it's like, just... It's badly written. The dialogue we're given is that Mercedes loves her body. She's covering it up so she doesn't cause a sex riot. Yeah. And Sue needs her to lose 10 pounds and put the other uniform on. And she, for some reason, is so attached to being in Cheerios. Yeah, the, yeah, the threat is that, like, she'll kick... Mercedes out of the Cheerios, a thing she joined two weeks ago. Right. Although, like, they'll, like, do their best to up those stakes in a couple scenes with, like, Kurt giving her a hard time about it. Yeah, Which, but that's even more confusing. I, yeah. <laughs> she also, Sue also ends this scene telling me to leave. She says, I have to put in a call to the Ohio Secretary of State notifying them I will no longer be carrying photo ID. You know why? People should know who I am. <laughs> Which is a fine joke, but, like... I'm still mad about the previous 30 seconds, so... Yeah. Also, like, they're... Also, voter disenfranchisement yeah, is real. It's real. <laughs> it's just a weird episode. Anyway, Chris Colfer does look um, a lot older than he did when the series started. I actually noticed that, too. Yeah. This like, is when he starts coming into, like, his own, I think. Yes, agreed. Um, okay, so... Will, meanwhile, is looking for a rehearsal space because he comes to Sue and says, you know, why is there a padlock on the door to the auditorium? Right. Apparently, like... she has, like... Invented Claim. a sign-up sheet okay. system. Whatever, it's boring. She says, here, it's right here in my waistband. Yeah. It's deeply Anyways, dull, but the point is the that they need a new place to rehearse. Despite the fact that, one, don't the Cheerios have a gym, and two, don't the New Directions have a classroom? Right, because we then that cut they to the choir room, a lot? and they're like, how are we supposed to practice for regionals without the auditorium? I'm in the choir room where you are where now. Where you are it's Regionals day. aren't hosted there. Right. Like, auditoriums, I guess, is an, uh, an auditorium. It's an acoustic system, but, like, you can go a week without, like, a full number. Yeah. It's fine. Just do it in the room that you have been designated for. Or choir. do it in the gym that the Cheerios yeah. aren't using. <laughs> it's just such a boring plot to be like, now I, a man, must venture out into the world. And he tries to like soothe them. He's like, guys, it's going to be okay. I know we're looking for a home. He oh, says boy. we've faced adversity before, uh, which I don't know if he knows what that word um, means. Is Puck wearing a sailor suit? <laughs> <laughs> I could not tell you. I don't remember. Like a black sailor suit? I don't think so. Little, like, is he? Okay, well, <laughs> do some rewatching. Um, yeah, it's very important. So that's, I guess, those are our two big plots so far. And then we quickly cut to the third one, which Ooh. is that um, Kirk comes to Aspen for decorating advice. Yeah. He's got swatches. He's got swatches. It's the most bananas way to get a boy who doesn't love you to love you <laughs> in the entire world. I, this and is like I would have done it, to be clear. The most insane. This full plot is the is the most insane and also 100% something I would have done had the opportunity presented. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah, so he, like, presents fabric yeah. and Finn confusedly, like, points at Wanda and wanders away and doesn't understand what's going on. And then Kurt says, Twal, I always peg you that she knows re type. It's <laughs> a good line. It's a great line. <laughs> Mostly because I didn't know how to pronounce either of those words. <laughs> them, so I, we've all learned something today. Um, yeah. I'll forget in two minutes. <laughs> Uh, the Kurt plot is the only good part of this episode. Yeah, except for the next scene where Mer they're, like, he and Mercedes are in line to get lunch. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, no, this yeah. And she has put on her plate, like, salad, a, and, chicken, like, a breast, chicken breast, and something else. Which yeah. is, like, maybe and not enough lunch for a growing girl, but, like, is she's right, is a healthy diet, vegetables, right. protein. Yeah, you got all this stuff. That's how I survived my eating disorder. <laughs> right? A balanced Kurt, diet. Kurt, like, body shames her. 
Not I, okay. He so to be fair, her. he doesn't like. He doesn't seem to like have a problem with her body, but he says Sue does, and he wants them to stay on the Cheerios because they've right. just found popularity well, or they're yes. part of something or whatever. But they're okay. I just don't buy it for two seconds. No, it's it's, it's a weird it's character note for her to be like, "Look, I'm only eating yeah. celery, and you should too." Like if they're like, uh, Kurt. However many problems he's having and like however confused he is, has a very strong sense of self and has for the past fifteen episodes of this show. Yeah, yes. he dresses like an insane eighty year old. <laughs> right. Also, we've never <laughs> seen him not feel comfortable telling someone if he has a problem with the way they look, i.e. Right. Um, everything he's ever said about Mercedes uh fashion sense. Yeah. Um he again clearly does not actually have a problem with the way she looks right now. No, right. they just like need he to doesn't clarify. Like, he wants to... like he 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 personally does not want her to lose weight. It's that he knows Sue does and he is not like saying, but don't worry about it. This yeah. is when I realized that this episode is about eating disorders, but we're never going to talk about it. Okay, that's no, we're going to make thing. some jokes about it. Though. I actually gonna make a did lot not see it. it as about eating disorders until you, like, said that Ryan Murphy knows nothing about eating disorders, because that's not at all any of this. Right, because they did, right. This, this is not how this, this works. It's not like someone tells you to lose weight. Yeah, that's not, it's not. Yeah, they well, make some weird bulimia alert, jokes. Um, Eating disorders are not actually about weight. They're right. about other things. Turns out they're about other things. Um, yeah, so let me, you know, Mercedes in her, like, fit of maybe I'll try this wanders over to Brittany and Santana and asks them how they stay so thin, which is, oh God, an exhausting question to ask another person <laughs> in any situation. And right. they reveal that they are on the Sue Sylvester Master Cleanse. Oh, right. Which is... Which is just the regular, regular Master, master, master Cleanse. cleanse. She, yeah. like, so she adds a laxative, I believe. Yeah. Or Ipecac. And then uh, either Brittany or... Brittany other one. Add sand. Yeah, that yeah. one. Sorry, I lost all <laughs> yes, my Yes, Brittany adds sand to hers. Uh, it's very funny. sad. It's a funny joke on top of it. If you have to do a joke about the cleanse. Right. If you must. <laughs> it's just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Must we? Apparently we must. Don't do uh, like, cleanses, everyone. That's my hard line. Don't do a cleanse. Yeah, no, oh, don't. yeah, don't do a cleanse. No, garbage. Garbage. Okay. Detoxing never do is fake. Have you ever spoken <laughs> what to is a toxin? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Explain to me what you think a toxin is. Show me one. Um, Anyways, uh, this plot is so exhausting. It's just so bad. You can tell they're like, we have a teen show. We're going to, like, do... We need to do an episode about this. Also, again, in another show, this could have been interesting. Sure, there's an interesting plot to tell about, like, the pressures right. about losing weight and... Right, or, like, whatever. hey, we're all different, like, whatever, and, and we And when we get to the scene, it's the button of this plot. It gets... It all culminates in just the worst oh, the way. The worst, worst way. way. The most insane <laughs> bad way. Oh, my God, it's I so just, bad. I literally... I literally believe Ryan Murphy has never met a woman who is either currently dieting or has an eating disorder. Well, he's met them. He just doesn't speak to them. Fully incurious. I don't know Met a woman who is not currently. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. that's right. That's probably a better explanation. Is he's just never spoken they, to yeah, a woman about how she him, feels yeah. about her body. <laughs> doesn't care. Um, which is again another reason why you should like hire a diverse writing staff. Any woman would be able to be or like, ask your actors hey. and actresses. I'm sure that um, Amber, Amber Riley, Riley has, has personally with, had yeah. to deal with this. I, over the course of this show being filmed, I think Leah Michelle loses all like. 10 extra pounds, like, 10 yes. pounds of weight that she, she can lose about. gaunt yes. later on. Like, talk to these Naya women. Naya looks, like, bone thin it's, in later yeah. episodes. I was about to say that, actually, this woman, this woman, this episode was directed by a woman, but it's not. It's just a man named Paris. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I clicked on the Wikipedia link. Figured it out. except for in Gilmore Girls, Paris is actually traditionally a man's name. It definitely is in whatever myth that's from, right? Like, yeah, the Greek. Yeah, he's a man, yeah. yeah. Also, one of um, Isaac Singer's sons was named Paris. Yeah, I'm definitely only... But Gilmore Girls is the most important one. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> anyway. The most important part of the Western game. <laughs> I would say by this point, the episode has just firmly been awful. Yeah. It's awful. Oh, yeah, bad. But now... It's a roller rink? He goes to the roller rink? No. No. We now we're mom. in... Yes, Finn's mom's apartment. Oh, where okay. she is getting rid of her headboard. 
And I tried to make a note about this, and then I had to stop because Finn's uh, mom reveals that he was conceived <laughs> on a pinball machine. Well, because he says, you're getting out of that bed, I was conceived in that bed. And she says, you, you were conceived on a pinball machine. <laughs> Which, I... one, it's insane to be sentimental about a bed where you think you were conceived. Yeah, especially yes. if your father has been dead for 16 years. I think that TV does, like, leans a little too heavily on the joke of, like, being grossed out that your family members have had sex. Like, it's fine. It's fine. You, it's you fine. You need to be fixated, but it's fine. But, like... Don't go the other direction either. Don't <laughs> yeah. get too into it. <laughs> I love it. Riverdale has a plot too where they're a little weird about like really I, isn't it like the twins were like conceived to a song and I feel like they like bring uh, that up yes um, yeah, this I'm, is important I love Carol I love Carol <laughs> Carol's the best yes. character she also before they even bring it up she looks so beautiful in this scene so beautiful so good. she's like straightened her hair a little bit she's wearing gold necklaces she's wearing all black she yeah. looks I would wear that outfit yeah me and Finn's mom dress the same room. <laughs> she's um <laughs> She's getting rid of all the furniture, and then she sort of, she sort of, like, matter-of-factly reveals that she's dating Bert Hummel. Like, like Finn's like, what's going on with you? And she's like, I'm seeing someone. Like, she doesn't sit him down. She's just like, yep, seeing someone. God bless. Yeah. Um, also, in the middle of, so, I mean, this episode is bananas, and too much of it is about Finn's feelings. Yeah. Um, but I, I do almost. appreciate that the impetus is that while selling all of their mutual furniture... Uh, his mom reveals that he's dating his gay friend's dad. Yes. I also like that she just, like, had movers coming over, and he, first of all, didn't ask before this, like, what was going on, and she didn't say, hey, buddy. Hey, pal. <laughs> I think it's maybe time for some changes around here. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. She's just, like, in the middle. <laughs> I love Carol Hudson. Um, there's also, because this will be a plot point, um, there's a, a large leather chair that she also tries to get rid of, and Finn's like, no, that was Dad's chair. Yeah. Like this is the only picture of us together, and he's sitting on the chair. Right. And She's he's like, a baby. Uh, Finn's mom points out, it's not him, it's a chair, which I think is... I see both sides yeah. of this, because, like, yeah. I also understand the sentimentality of yes. objects, but yeah. I also understand that, like, the principles of feng shui, and if you get rid of the chair, <laughs> yeah, you still right. got your dad memories. Right. Um, I also, so I have a question about logistics here. For the rest of the episode, every time we see this chair, the urn with Finn's dad, as Finn's dad's ashes, is in it. No, not, not yet. yet. We'll but that's, he dramatic. starts putting it in there, and he starts putting the urn in there, right? No. Like, he's not, it's not, no. doesn't no. usually no. sit there? No. No, there's a dramatic moment where it happens, and then right. for the rest of the episode, after that, it is It'll still just, there, okay. which is weird. You're right. It was a weird moment where you're like, why is it there? I have a question. Is it traditional if someone is cremated to keep the ashes in your home for six years? Yes. yes. What? Yeah, a lot of people so just keep So there's like the sprinkling, and then there's like mom sits on the mantle. Yeah, it's a, yes. it's one of the many normal ways. It's bananas. Yeah. So there's some places where like you get the urn and you put it in a place where there's a lot of other urns, like a cemetery, but only for urns, right? Like <laughs> an urn urn cemetery. There's a real name for it. There's that a I have name forgot. for it that we can't remember. It's like a mausoleum urn. Yeah. Right? But for urns. Um, <laughs> Or you go sprinkle the ashes somewhere and you don't keep them. Or, or you yeah, keep, just or keep, you them. keep them. Yes. I know it's like a weird plot point. It's a plot point on a lot of dumb comedy shows, right? Because you're like, oh, like, you can do slapstick with it or whatever. But it is a real thing people do. I'm also reading a book um, about Isadora Duncan whose children died and they were cremated. And in the book, the character is like slowly eating their ashes with her food. This is a plot point in a lot of fiction. <laughs> and I, I don't know. There's, I don't there's has to be some recorded. No, it's fine. There has to be some, like, it, it has to be a thing someone It has does. to be a thing that someone has done. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Finn Hudson is not eating his dad's ashes, but he is carrying them around in here and dramatically. Yes. Right. So now we're at the roller rink. Yes, yeah, now we're at the roller rink. I don't understand why we needed to go back to the Christian channel with Well when it made we us didn't. so sad no, the we first didn't. time. She just really wanted to be on the show again, and Ryan Murphy loves her, I think. So it's like, As do we all, but, like, this plot wasn't 
It was great. good. It was a bad plot. <laughs> probably I'm glad was, she's here to sing songs. Sam. Probably eight years ago, I was like really excited to see her again, but yeah. like knowing what we know now about how she uh, actually assaulted a student, I'm like yeah. less excited to more horrible so things to happen. Yeah, I thought she was just normal funny. Yeah. I mean, I, they immediately, by the way, sing a Springsteen duet. Yes, it's fire. Within and it's seconds. Good. It's really good. It is good. She, he, so he bought, okay, wait. I have a number of questions. I like <laughs> stop paying attention to this part for a oh, moment. Oh, it was boring, yeah. Not during the song, but the lead up to it. Right. Um, he goes to the roller rink not knowing she's there, correct? Yeah, he's just going to rent out a roller rink right, for performances. Why is that his first thought? I, maybe the library was closed that day. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so he go, Okay, that's all I really want to know. Is he goes in and he's surprised to see her there. Yes. yes. And she's like emceeing in the middle. Yeah, she's doing like couple skate announcing or whatever. Great. And then she sees him, pulls him up. Facing fire. Yeah. She says, I feel a duet coming on, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Christian Tenowitz understands, like the rest of us, that you don't really need to explain to us why they're going to do a musical number. Right, it's watching a musical, musical it's show. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we also are this far into the episode, this must just happen. This is our first song. So I yes. appreciate there's not like more buildup. Yeah. Just like put singing in front of yeah, me. Yeah, I do want to see it. And I'm glad to have seen it. It was fun. It, it was, was nice. fun. Christian Tenowitz rules. They're like, microphones are glittery. It's great. Um, And then sort of that, when that cuts out, we sort of have time lapse to them later on being like, what happened? Yeah. And she says... I was so jazzed about sobering up and starting a new life, I had to stop at a bar and get a drink just to calm down. Yikes. At which point I laughed out loud. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, so um, April did not sober up, but did become a mistress to an old rich dude. Yes. He's like a strip mall, like... Magnate or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever you are. Um, and he supplies her with all the money she needs, including buying her this roller rink. Yeah. Yes. Roller disco, Renting it, sorry. maybe? I don't know. It's whatever unclear. it is, she's in charge she of it now. Yes. yes. She also says, I'm nothing but a washed up dreamer. So at least there's still a little sameness <laughs> going on. I don't know. Uh, she goes, then Will reveals that he is, one, looking for a performance space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two, two, is looking to lease out his apartment, which he brings up in the weirdest possible way. He's like, I gotta go. I gotta go sublet my apartment, which is not a task you just, like, complete one day. <laughs> <laughs> if he had said like, "Hey, I have to go talk to a realtor and like put my apartment on the mar- back," I thought he said something like that, or like, "I gotta very, clean just up." Like, I gotta go. I'm getting it. a divorce. Right. <laughs> right. It was really just to move this fucking plot along. Yeah. yeah. So she says she would love to see the space because she does need a place to stay. Yeah. Um. She makes a weird joke about not knowing the word feng shui. Great. Unclear where she's been staying for the past I, however long. No idea. Not important. But then she also says she has to go get a bikini wax, and I have down the Christian channel that says bikini wax particularly well. <laughs> she does. She's got a good face. Anyway, she's going to go to Will's apartment later, post bikini wax, and check out the space, quote unquote, to see if she wants to rent it. Yes. Also, the implication being that she wants to sleep with Will. For the record, listeners, you're really not supposed to have sex for another like 24 to 36 after, hours after a bikini wax. Yeah. It makes you prone That's to infection. That's true. Also. That makes sense. Why yeah. does every grown Checks woman out. who encounters Will Schuster want to sleep with Will Schuster? She makes a weird, when he like enters, right, she's like, I just had a sex dream about you. And then like, isn't he sexy, <laughs> ladies? <laughs> I just had a sex dream about you, though, is That's a fun funny. way to greet someone I haven't seen in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start using it. Yes. Um, I but just... She, she just has to pretend he's really okay, sexy. But... Again, as someone who was watching this when I was like 19 or 20, I remember thinking he was fairly handsome. He's like, fine. He's also shot in a way, like, this show is written and shot in a way to suggest that he's yeah. very handsome, attractive and, and I was very suggestible. So I was like, oh, he must be an attractive man. He's I, like, a person who had never had sex, was yeah. like, oh, is that someone I'm supposed it's to It's just so boring with? that, like, the only women he interacts with are one, Sue, who by virtue of being a little masculine is unfuckable. And so, like, obviously she wouldn't, they would never have sex. 
and then like pretty strong women who immediately want to sleep with Will. Yeah, it's annoying that this is like the repeated repeated plot. Yeah, if it were one or two, sure, but it doesn't. Like Emma, Idina Menzel, Kristen Chenoweth. Like, let's introduce what I just. Oh God, I'm so tired. (laughs) I'm so tired. This episode is so awful. Um, Okay, so is this one sec? Um, is the next scene I have down Sue weighing Becky? Yes. Doing team weigh-ins? Yes. This honestly might have been the low point in where she, you know, wherever Becky is our uh, yeah. Down syndrome student. Yeah, so she makes a bunch of weird jokes about like, hey, you're doing great fitting in by also having an eating disorder. Yeah, like she's like, congratulations else. on joining the ranks of every normal teen girl who's struggling yeah. with her weight. This which is so fucked up. me so much. I like, because I, it falls for me... Like, in the context of this episode, under that same category of, of her telling Will, like, I'm treating her like everyone else, she's fine with it, she wants to be treated Yeah, it's totally. just weird with the, like, tone deafness of the rest of it. Oh, yeah, to be clear, in the context of this terrible, terrible yeah. episode. The There's a world where this is, like, an interesting, weird, dark joke, sure. I just don't know that... I, oh, t- I don't find it funny, yeah. but it didn't, like, offend me deeply. I don't know that treating a student with a disability normally means repeatedly saying congratulations on being normal. Yeah. It's like a weird... This is weird. True. Agreed. Fair. I just didn't need it. I'm glad it was glad to see Becky, because sure. I love Becky, and, like, I was glad to see that it didn't just, like, cut to Mercedes, but... Okay. Didn't need it. It was bad. Yeah. Agreed. There's, 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 like, didn't need to be there. One we more version of that joke would have yeah. maybe worked. We are just, like, two steps away. At least two. Anyways, Mercedes gained two pounds. Yeah, because she's out. been, like, exercising. She's probably, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's normal. And, like, eating protein. Good for her. This is where I started yelling about how, like, health and weight loss are different. Yes. Mercedes' <laughs> mistake, quote-unquote, here is that she's getting healthier. I don't think there's any um, pretense, though, in the Cheerios that they're aiming for health. Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, I don't think... I just don't think the show cares about, like, landing anywhere on this anyways. I hate it. The show doesn't care about... Anyways. So Mercedes why even awful. do it? Why do it? Right. Because they... I don't know. It's not funny and it's not well done, so why it's do it? It's not funny or entertaining or, like, good. I know. Wait, I'm not having fun watching it. I'm real self-conscious. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. <sighs> I just, like, where's the Carol and Burke stuff? That's the only good stuff this episode. Well, it's sex, because it's Kurt and Finn talking to each other. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think Kurt, like, reveals that he... Okay, so the Wikipedia summary said Kurt set them up on a date. He didn't. He took his dad, or his... Yeah, he took his dad to parent-teacher conferences yeah, he and showed introduced up him yeah. to Finn's mom. Parent-teacher conferences. He says, I don't remember why. He's I always think, there. I think we find this out because, right, because Finn walks up and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> How did my mom start dating your dad? And Kurt's like, well, conveniently, I always come with my dad to parent-teacher conferences to make sure he only eats organic. <laughs> or something like yeah, that, yeah. which is very sweet. He's also wearing what appears to be, like, a t- three-piece suit with the jacket off over, like, a sweater. <laughs> I love... I love him. Oh, it's good. So yeah, he reveals that Finn gets weird about it. Oh, sorry, he introduces Bert and Carol at parent-teacher conferences by saying, you both have dead spouses, maybe you should talk. <laughs> but then the two of them immediately start flirting, and it's like, really it's, nice. Um, oh, I believe it oh, every minute. Oh, okay. First of all, those two actors are the best on this show. Yeah, the Michael Malley and who, Romy, whatever her name is, are both great. Bert says something about, like, Stonewash Denim is making a comeback. Yeah. And Finn's mom just, like, solemnly goes... I didn't know it ever left. <laughs> and they both burst out laughing, and I love them both so I much. Want the rest of this instantly like, cancel the rest of this show. At that I, guess, I would marry either of them. I want either. them to marry each other. <laughs> yes. I want them to be happy forever. Yes, it's so beautiful. They like each other. Uh, again, setting your dad up with his mom is the least sexy way to trick a boy into being oh, yeah. close to I, you. That part is bonkers. I love, I love it. it. 
you've like seen Clueless too many times. So you're like, we're gonna be stepbrothers and then we're gonna yeah. make out. It's also it's so detailed. Not only does he introduce his parents to each other and like thank God they like each other, um, but then he like he says he's pretty woman's Carol. Yes. <laughs> by getting her jeans that aren't high waisted. Which okay. which jokes on him. Five years later, high waisted jeans would come back in style. And they're always the most flattering. I'm yeah, sorry. They're great. I love them. Whatever. Oh, it's perfect. I'm so happy. It's like this is what I. Again, this is what I want Glee to be. Yes. Yeah. Scheming. A, gay. Gay scheming. And B, like, so over-the-top melodramatic and yes. bizarre. Followed it's... by dramatic performances, because I think next is where we go to the choir room. Tina's ma- eye makeup here, just a note, is again amazing. It matches her hair. They're both bright pink. It is so good. I love her makeup. Sorry. I think <laughs> it's great. Wait. Isn't hers a makeup we were, like, four episodes ago making loud? I liked enough? it. You did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's I've good this been episode. Team Tina. It's good this episode. Makeup-wise. Um, so... <laughs> Jesse St. James is in the scene in a few scenes this episode with his arm around Rachel because, like, he's in the choir now and they have to, like, for consistency sake, have him here. He does not say one word. No, he just wanted to hang Did out with Did they Michelle pay Jonathan Groff <laughs> for this episode? <laughs> or, as I have in my drunk notes, Jonathan Groff. <laughs> um, yeah, Jonathan Groff is criminally underused in this episode. I watched the entire thing be like, oh, we must get a number with him. So, nope, no. He's just he's there. He's just there. Um, Kurt wraps up his crazy um, exposition by singing A House Is Not A Home. Dramatically, clearly to Finn. Yeah, making eye contact with Finn. Everyone uh, else looks uncomfortable. Uh, so the thing is, except for Santana and Brittany, who are snuggling. Oh, it's adorable. <laughs> it's this, really cute. Like it's a good number, but it made me so uncomfortable that I I had to like put it in another tab. I love every second. I of it. loved it. <laughs> this I, I can't say this enough is a thing I would have done <laughs> in high school <laughs> because it's kind of working. They do move in together. True. Um, there's also cutaways to Will, who, per you, seems to be making about his emotional oh, journey. Oh, 100%. Like, you can see him working yeah. through an emotional beat in his head. Something very weird is happening between his students yeah. here, and he's just like, a house is not a home. <laughs> also, My, I live alone. I have a house. Not a home. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Bullshuster. <laughs> you Bullshuster's internal monologue that we're not hearing but imagining. It's fucking boring. Also, weirdly, Finn sings the bridge for no, like, cut away to Finn at home. Looking at the photo of him and his dad or something? Yeah, because, you know, his house is not his home without yeah. his dad. We're tying them together. Um, In a way that on another show, these two boys could end up kissing. <laughs> uh, Kurt's voice is really good in this, though. It is. Yes. I think this it's is really like good. a good shining okay. moment for Kurt Hummel. Yeah. I have always thought of this as one of the best Kurt Hummel songs, and I forgot it happened so early on. Yeah. Also, he looks so handsome in the Cheerios uniform. I wish he kept wearing it. And then again, just a single tear. God Don't bless him. Speak. God bless. God bless him. But then we have to go back to April and Will. Yeah. We do. We go back to them in his apartment. Is that... Are we... Uh, it's mean to go from Kurt Hummel singing, please be there, still in love with me, the most important line of maybe any song, to April Rhodes and Will Schuster yes. unpacking her overnight bag. Yes. yes. Yeah. We're yeah. We're Wearing, his... like, a little negligee. Yeah. Uh, she sing. She says, sometimes a little Bert is all you need. I assume he- she means Bert Bacharach. Um, not Bert Hummel. Not, not Bert Hummel, but it was it was jarring in that episode. Um, and she sings "One Less Bell to Answer," a song I didn't know. It's just in the Netflix captions. So. Oh, I they, had no idea what this song was. They mash up with yeah. He sings like a house is not a home. The song we just it's heard. Weird. It's they couldn't think of enough songs about homes. They could not. They, I also, like, I can't tell again what the emotional beat is supposed to be here because, like, they both look sad. 
And I can't well, tell if she generalized lonely. loneliness yes. or like if, if yeah. like April is like yearning for him is unclear. Will seems to be yearning for Terry, which is weird because I thought yes. we decided he wasn't into her he anymore. He hates her because she's and, like a again monster. feelings are complicated, but like it was a weird. It's just yeah, I have no traction. I have no concept of what I meant to feel. Right. I give him the benefit of the doubt, and that it was just like a song about generalized adult loneliness. Yeah, and then they, like, end up in bed together but, sleeping. But, like, gently holding hands, yeah. Yeah, yeah no sex. Yeah. And then I thought, I mean, in, within the context of this is horrible, I thought that was nice. Sure, yeah, within the, within the internal terrible <laughs> yes. of this episode. Uh, so then we go back to the Hummels and Hudsons having dinner at Breadsticks. Uh, the only booth that exists at Breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> that said, it's not that big. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, so, like... Finn is kind of, like, sulking into his Diet Coke or whatever. Finn is being yeah. a giant adult baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> the four of them are having dinner, and, like, they're all looking at each other. They to, can see him whining in the corner. To okay. be fair to Finn, this has moved extremely fast. It, oh, it's bananas. Yeah, also, like, <laughs> as someone who was an extreme little shit to anyone my mother dated after my parents got fair. divorced, like, I'm like, fine. I think fine. it is only funny because, um, Cory Monteith is 30. So he looks like a 30-year-old <laughs> man sulking in the corner while his friends, who are his age, are on a date. <laughs> um, yeah, Kurt is excitedly like, aren't we all having fun here? Right, this is where we learn that he, like, got her the new jeans. Yes. He raises his Shirley Temple to the, the union of their clans or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Finn is like, we're not a family. Which, again, true, they've been dating for a month. Um, and Bert goes, yeah, we're not a family. Let's just, like, try and enjoy this time. Like, yeah. I like your mom a lot. Totally. Like, really they start great. talking about football, which Finn's into. Right. Finn, like, pick, perks up. Yeah. Yeah. And th- which is actually really well acted. He does that sort of reluctant where you're just like, I do want to talk about this, but I want to say <laughs> Yeah, I do. I actually like football more than basketball. It's fine. We don't <laughs> talk about it. Um, yeah, so anyway, Bert and Finn bond, and Kirk looks very left out. Yes. Hey, remember three episodes ago when Finn played basketball? Remember, he opens this up, though. He says, it's, uh, Bert says it's basketball season, right? And Finn says, yeah, but I think I like football more. Uh, sorry, remember three episodes ago, so episodes ago when Kurt was on the football team? Yes. Oh, okay, good point. No yeah. one on this writing staff does. <laughs> like, okay, fine. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, so the next scene is Kurt and Bert, like, sort of talking about how, like, left out Kurt felt. Yeah, Kurt, to his credit, also kind of throws a little teenage shit fit in the basement about, like, fine, you just want to, like, be his dad, whatever, and Bert, I think, makes a mistake of saying, like, I just want to do a little guy talk. Yeah. Gentle, beautiful Bert Hummel who only makes the most gentle mistakes, right? He's like, oh, his heart is always in the right place, and so you love him, and you, like, get to watch him grow. We all, like, say certain things where it's not, like, Right. You're like, no, 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 you knew what I meant. Right. Yeah. But Kurt, you know, his feelings are hurt. And if if your feelings are hurt and you want to stay mad, like, if someone says the one wrong phrase, you're like, well, do it. You didn't understand. Kurt is also mad because this is all part of his plot to kiss a straight boy. (laughs) Right. Right. A straight boy who knows. And it's not working. Which which on some level he knows is not going to work. Oh, of course. Sure. This is like, it's good. It's really good. You're right. It's it's layered. This is Ryan Murphy enacting out, like, his teenage fantasies. Yes, like, is... what he wasn't dumb enough and brave enough at the same time to do. Yes, it's unfortunate that Ryan Murphy will not get the help on characters he doesn't understand to make them this interesting. Yes. But it is so good. good to watch Kurt Hummel be so dynamic and interesting and get to do, like, yeah. weird, fun shit that still seems kind of, not realistic, quote-unquote, but, like... Yeah. But he gets to be, like, shitty and mean and pathetic. And yes. But, like, no one has to be, like, the villain of this interaction. Like, no. it's just right. they're all four people. Feelings. Right. Yeah. And, like, it's so good, and only the rest of this show... Was that good? Even think about it. If like the show could only be this, and like Leah Michelle really wanting to be a star, yes, the other thing he understands, and like some gays (laughs) in the background, like. (laughs) 
Or like, what if he had hired like uh, two di- more diverse people, and the three of them had made the show together? What if it, anyone but three people had written the show? Three, three white dudes. Yes. <laughs> it's bad. Okay. This is where I get the angriest because there's such a seed of something good here. <laughs> is Ian Brennan gay or straight? I don't know. Straight. Because Brad's the one who's dating Gwyneth Paltrow now, right? Yeah. I think so, yes. I'm going to do a quick Google. Keep talking. Okay, okay. so in the meantime... Um, Mercedes. Yeah. Oh, is this the cafeteria? Yeah, they're in the, the cafeteria. cafeteria. Tina and Artie. Everyone starts looking like food to Because Mercedes is very hungry. Yeah, and then she passes out. Yes. Um, it is... Rachel and Jesse walk by dressed as, respectively, a cupcake and a burger, but they're still being their annoying selves. Rachel <laughs> says something about... So the thing is, Fanny Bryce is the most complex, and then we can't hear anything else. It's very funny. <laughs> Um, I'm just low-key so happy for her that she found someone who wants to kiss her and also yeah, talk to her about her passion. Yes! Oh, God. Anyway, so Mercedes works up in the um, nurse's office. Mm-hmm. You have two, I mean, this whole scene is bad for a lot of reasons. The How do you feel nurse. about the new school nurse being an unnamed black woman? Who, like, Extremely real talks weird. Mercedes. Extremely like, weird. On any other show, in any other context, where, like, other characters of color, like, existed and had speaking roles, I'd be yes. proud of it. Like, it doesn't but, like, matter. But, uh, like... The, the color... The character of color on the show is Mercedes. Yes. That's pretty much it. Right. I mean, we've also... We've got some Asian characters who don't really get to speak or discuss being Asian in any manner. Never... Also, never do we get any more than Asian. Right. right? No one's ever, like, this one is from, you know, Tina's family is Chinese. Like, right. we get Asia. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, I don't know, it's just weird to, like, bring this older African-American woman in. It's not the most problematic thing that's gonna happen in this scene. No, but she, like, gives wise advice, never gets a name and leaves. Yep. Uh, okay. Sorry, I looked up Ian Brennan. First of all, did you know he's from Mount Prospect? I did, that's why we've talked about this. We have talked He based about it, it off of the uh, show choir I used to compete against. Right, right, that's what I'm talking about, sorry. Uh, two, no one knows if he's gay or not. <laughs> no one knows. Uh, Sounds like it's to, time for Robert H. Dawson to uh, check out his Instagram oh, follows. Great concept. Uh, according to VIPFact.com. Absolutely not. <laughs> Accredited secondary source. There's a little poll that I don't know how you vote on it, because I can't vote on it. Um, 75% of voters think he's gay. 25 True. say he's straight. Zero think he's bi. I don't know who Zero these think people... He's, that is lie erasure. Four people voted in that, clearly. <laughs> I don't know how you can vote. There's no place to vote. I don't know what this website is. I don't want to vote without full information. Um, Also, um, 67% of all voters think he's hot and 33% think he's not. Wow. That's rude. I could not picture him, Um, to be clear. He has, like, weird long hair. Isn't that that the choreographer who is hot? Zach Woodley. Zach whatever. Yeah. they're different. They both maybe have weird long hair. Okay, well, Zach Woodley is hot. Very hot. Okay. Not important. Back to the <laughs> Very scene. important. Uh, Quinn comes in, right? Or she was there the whole time. Or yeah, whatever. the nurse whatever. moves and <laughs> back there, having like brought Mercedes into the nurse's office or come with her or whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And get, hands are granola bar. Here's a moment where it it could be very good, and for two seconds it bad. is, and then it's suddenly not. Yeah. So Quinn, this episode has not been able to speak, but has been kind of lurking in the background and in time yes. Mercedes has a scene, kind of watching knowingly. Yeah. At this point, we make it explicit. She hands Mercedes a granola bar and says, eat it. I know you're hungry. I've been where you are. Right. Right. She also says, like, do people start looking like food right before you finish? Right. Which I refuse to believe is a common <laughs> I do like that, you know, she hands this uh, granola bar to Mercedes and Mercedes says, no, I'm not hungry, which is the instinct of any teenage girl at all times. So yes. respect and love that. Yes. Uh, Quinn's like, you are. Please eat this. You're yeah. gonna literally die. Um, and then we get a little note of like, 
Right. Um, Mercedes resisting, because, like, what do you know about it? You're skinny all the time. You're like, well, so, right. Qu- You've always so been Quinn a beautiful says I, like, learned to like, to, like, take care of myself or whatever. Mercedes is, like, you're, like, a skinny white yeah, lady, yeah. basically. Right. What and does it mean like, to, like, you've always been able to love yourself, you just didn't. Which yeah. is a fair right. point about the differences between people and the way yes. they're... And the thing is, then, there's no response to that. Quinn just basically rolls over it and is like, you have to love yourself. No, there is a response to it that I think actually could have been interesting if they focused a little more on it, which is that she talks about being pregnant. And yes. how that changed right. her relationship. I agree right. with that. Yes. That, that part, was yeah. interesting. She says uh, something along the lines of, when I started eating for another person, my relationship to food changed. Right. Right. And which I realized if I could do that to nourish another person, why wouldn't I do that for myself? Right. Which is like, yes. okay, it's maybe really here's something. Point. Yes. It's so interesting. <laughs> but they it's never address the yes. difference in, like, beauty standards no. between yes. white and black women, between fuller-figured women and skinny yeah. women. No. Like, they just never... Quinn right. just says, you're beautiful. And it's like, okay, but, and like... And you know you're beautiful. Have we put Diana Agron in any sense of, like, not a fat suit, but, like, put more padding on her body to make it seem like she was really eating for... Whatever, like, anything that made this more dynamic. Anything besides her just, like, putting her hands gently on her stomach. <laughs> She does it. Like, right. She's still Diana the most beautiful woman in the world. So, like, it, and it's, it just it's doesn't. Cool. It's really tricky I mean, territory, like, and the show has I, no do idea. Do I want to see, like, Glee do an in depth analysis of, like, intersectionality? Of course not. No. <laughs> but, like, they don't bring it up, you know? And if you're going to have an episode about quote unquote body image issues, maybe don't make the character having issues with them the black woman character if right. you don't want to address if you, that. Yeah, if you can't right. deal with it. Then, a larger black woman. Then freaking... Right. Every one of those Cheerios has an eating disorder. Right. Pick a different one. Brittany. Santana. Have, have Brittany. Well, we don't know. Yeah. 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 Have Artie join and get an eating disorder. It, I introduce, don't care. introduce a new one that, yes. like, has an eating disorder. Fine. It's a lazy But, like, don't make your one character of color have it if no. you're not going to address that. Especially yes. because, as is alluded to in this scene, like, everything else we've known about her is that she loves herself and it doesn't care and, like, does whatever she wants. Right? right. And right. feels great about herself. Right. Which we forget for the entirety of this episode until now when like Quinn brings it up again. Quinn also says yeah. you've always been at home in your body yeah. which also if you don't like yeah she is but like oh it just makes me so mad. It's so, we just don't know anything about these people or like their interaction like why does Quinn even know that? Why does she? Wait they're not friends they've never been friends before. Right. She's assuming certain things based upon yes. the ways like Typically, but the show the is just white and black women it. present themselves and are 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 addressed by it's the world, so and it's so bad. It's so dumb. It's just so complicated, and they lied so much of the complications, and it's like, why yeah. even do it then? Also, just don't do it. Just well, don't do it. Once again, Diana Agron is really doing the most with the least here. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah, not she's Diana Agron's fault. It's yeah. I, want, I fell in love with Diana Agron while she like soothingly appeared to hand her. I was like, am I? Am I? I'm in love with Quinn. It's happening. Imagine if you <laughs> felt bad and then Quinn Verbray showed up. Like, I also love this it. is the start of like several plots where like she goes from being this like one dimensional mean girl to having like gone through some shit. She's pregnant. She's doing all this stuff. Sure, and but she not becomes in sort of front this, like, of us. Right. Out of right. nowhere, this girl appears who's, like, compassionate and thoughtful. I know, yeah. <laughs> like, two episodes ago, Rachel was like, hey, I'm here for you, and Quinn's like, you know, I'm kind of a bit. Right, like, they're get- they were getting, right. like, it's just not happening in front of us, and I want it. And it just continues, it's so bad every time. It keeps happening. God bless Diana like, Agron for being, like, in the background, I'm going to well, make sure though, this yeah. character yes. developed, and she's a different, slightly different person who has grown from her experiences, but we just never get right. it. This is why I'm convinced Ryan Murphy, she- Ryan Murphy hates her. Yes. Just like straight up hates her. As far as we know, he, by the way, she actually eventually leave up, end up getting kicked she off. Like she like leaves and comes back. Yeah, yeah. When they all go to New York or fuck off, or whatever, she just essentially disappears and comes yes. back way less frequently than everyone else. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's weird. And like, as far as we know, she's like dating Pug, so I don't think that's going super well. And she's living in Finn's mom's house, which we don't address despite the fact that we're in, in that... Finn's mom's house a lot right now. <laughs> 
So, like, we don't know anything about her. No one whiteboard. put any thought into it. No one it. wrote on the whiteboard that she's living with Finn's Right. Mom. Quinn lives at Finn's house. They did not plot out the season all at once. There's no white. There's no whiteboard. I know, <laughs> but they get one. They get one and just <laughs> write things on it. They are cheap. in a high school. Queen lives with Finn. <laughs> Remember anything. Yes. Um, Read Sister Outsider. Like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> yes, this scene, this scene didn't work, but it also worked on me. Ryan Murphy will never read, He's not Sister, reading Outsider. Sister Outsider. I just, I, I, I just want Ryan optimism. Murphy to read Audrey Lord. I don't need him to go deep into, like, feminist theory. Just read the base. Should we mail him a copy? <laughs> Let's mail Ryan From Murphy the Wesley Good team. <laughs> Have you considered <laughs> Bell Hooks? It's a little primer. <laughs> we should all be feminists. <laughs> um, anyway, I think that was when we get Finn and Carol arguing. No, first we have Will and April again. Ew, I skipped right over that. I forget what it is, though. This is when he, and all I remember from the scene is when he makes, like, you slapped, I was, like, fighting off your kicks Oh, because you were kicking me. He says, something happens. What is it? Hey, she may, is this when she wants to come over again? No, they're at the roller rink. Okay. The students are all roller skating, oh, which is like, very I don't sweet. Like this is working out. Brittany yeah. and Santana yeah. are roller skating. It's really hands. cute. Um, I'm glad that Rachel doing stuff roller skates awesome. between Jesse's legs. Yeah, I don't know why. So they're not practicing, they're just roller skating. Well, that's why Will says this isn't going to work out, because they're all, like, distracted by the roller skates. I'm like, I don't know. Why, why did you let them put roller skates on? <laughs> this also seems like a waste of, like, you could have done a fun ensemble roller skate number. Yes, it's but instead we get <laughs> roller skating in the background, and then uh, Kristen Chenoweth and Will Schuster um, doing their feelings with each other. Wait, Where he's basically they... like, you can't come over anymore, because I don't think this is healthy for us. Whatever. Um, Question. What uh, number would you want them to do if they were going to do an ensemble roller number? In Maybe I'm burning by Dolly Parton. <laughs> Good <Love> answer. <laughs> uh, boogie shoes. Yeah, that's. Oh, that'd be good. Maybe I'm burning is also a good one. That's a really good one. Um, okay, now we get Kurt and Finn again. Kurt and Finn or Finn and Carol? Finn and Carol, because this is the scene where she. Goes crazy in the best way. This is a scene where he's this scene like. This is so weird. It's so weird. I no, wait, we do it. get Kurt and Finn before Finn and his mom. Okay. I, well, I don't remember what happens. In I think song. Kurt like says that they're gonna move in together or something. Or he uh, does, or no. Oh, no. he wants to break Kurt them back wants up. Wants to break them back yes. up because Kurt now he's like, jealous. Yes, and yeah. he's okay. like, "Hey, uh, I fucked up. Can we break our parents up now?" And Finn's, Finn's like, like yeah, "Cool, totally I'm in." Yes, and so then we cut. He him wanders home. dramatically yeah. by his mother, holding the urn full of his father's <laughs> ashes, and says he's going to flush the flush it down the toilet, which is what you're doing. By, like, selling this furniture. Again, it's funny coming from a 30-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he has this little hissy fit, and then she is, like, she, like, it's great. I she loved it. She says some very yeah. real things about, like, hey, it's been eight years, or it's been, whatever, right. 16 years. You you think this is normal because this is how you've grown up, but this is a sad family, and we need yes. to be a real family. We're getting, we're getting I have some issues with, like, what defines a real family, but she's right that they've been, like, kind of stuck in this. I also have some issues with the harshness of which she says it. Again, yes. he's played by a 30-year-old if man. He's never talked about it, and he's 16. And you've yes. been pretending like this is normal, yeah. and now all of a sudden you're like... Move on, get We're over it. Your dad's dead. You never knew him. Like, oh yeah, yes. Carol. The way she said you didn't know him though, like, it's savage. Yeah, I really? loved it. It's yeah. a little tough love. I, I'm not coming down on the side of like it's all wrong, but I, I it, it oh, threw it me weird. how harsh it was. It was absolutely totally. Weird. It also then <laughs> devolves into her saying that she brings the urn into bed every night and talks to right, it. Right. So first she's Which like is a lot. So first she like takes really the urn, bad. puts it in the chair, and is like, "Here, let's all watch TV together like a normal family." Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like she like is leaning into it, and then. He is freaking, he like realizes he was being weird or whatever. Right. And then she's like, no, I take the urn with me to bed and talk to it every night. Right, I is, get it. I understand. Yes. 
They also, throughout this conversation, say a number of things that imply that, like, they've all agreed they're going to move in with the Hummels. Which, again, it's been 20 minutes since we first <laughs> found out that Kurt apparently weeks ago yeah, this is another together. reason. This is another problem that comes from Glee not understanding that sometimes plots need multiple episodes. Right. Things because they take time. remember facts about yeah. the plots. Um, well, because early on in this episode, Kurt says, when they're first, when Finn is first asking Kurt about this, Kurt's like, yeah, you know, like, when you're their age, like, you, you rush into the, like, you don't want to, like, wait or whatever. That's not true. When yeah, you're their age and have children, you, in fact, are very cautious. Yes. Yeah. You don't I understand your that you're like, we're together. not just gonna hang out and date, but, like, the moving you part make is a big clear deal. plans. Yes. yes. And also, you don't just sort of spring it up. I don't know. I guess it's... I've never been a 45-year-old widow, but... I, it just seems like uh, maybe someone could have done better communication, or if this episode had taken place over the fact over the right, if we seen episodes, them start yes. to date two episodes ago, even, and then gotten here now, or even if it's like a casting issue where like you couldn't get those actors for that that many episodes, backdate it. So when when Kurt says they've been dating for a month, instead say yeah they've been seeing each other for six since months the start of the year, yeah. yeah. Also, parent-teacher conferences happen in, like, September, right? Theoretically, they have been dating for a don't, while. We they don't, don't no one knows it. what month it is. <laughs> what don't bring up the calendar. Yeah, plea. that's true. <laughs> they're, they're at least in October, because you got to, like, get to know the students for a while, and school starts in September. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. I'm not going to fight about <laughs> public school schedules. Um, so then we meet uh, Tracy, the reporter from... Wait, is his name literally Tracy? It is. Because you know where he's from. Yes. Tracy Morgan's yes. son from 30 Tracy Rock. Tracy Morgan's son from 30 Rock. Fake son from 30 Rock. Yeah, fake his son, fake, yes. like, son who would be born when Tracy was five years old. Yeah, right. Uh, he also shows up on the newest season of Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. As the one who has a baby daughter named Linda. He's good. I don't know his name, I, but he's a fun actor. He's, he's fun. a fun actor. I, I like his face so much. It's so enjoyable yeah. to watch. Anyways, um, Tracy reporter, reporter is a man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael Benjamin Washington is yes, his name, and he does a great right. job. Yes. So Sue just... expected the reporter to be a woman. It, it was a man. Yeah. I don't know why that needed to be a plot point, but okay. Um... Oh, it was weird. Didn't matter. <laughs> Didn't end up mattering even a little bit. Not at all. Um, um, so we're in the school gym. Yeah. Where the Cheerios get up to perform, mm-hmm. and I don't understand why this happens. Uh, <laughs> like all the Cheerios, I don't understand anything else. All the Cheerios, including Kurt, are ready to perform. Yes. Then Mercedes walks up, and um, Kurt says, "What is she doing?" Yes. Britney shrugs, and I was like, I do all the two people to be friends. Um, and then Mercedes begins to sing Beautiful by yes. Christina Aguilar. She, she gives won. a little well, spiel so about, like, spiel, hey. Which I think it would have been more powerful without that, quite frankly. Oh, the, the spiel, spiel the, the purpose of the spiel, I think, is to be like, hey, I'm going to do this thing, and if you feel the way we feel, get up and yes. join us. Which I think you're right that without it, it would have been perfectly serviceable. She is still wearing the tracksuit uniform. Yes, she is. Right, like, she comes in. But she looks great in, by the way. Yeah. It looks really good on her. Yeah. The, there's some things I don't understand here, like, was she supposed to still be in the che- like? Wouldn't Sue right, kicked her out? Was Sue expecting her to come? Is this like, what, what is this she performance doing, like, meant to where? be? I don't know. Were they supposed to be performing something else? Yeah. And they just like followed her lead. Like it's very weird. But then she gets up. She starts singing "Beautiful." All the cheerleaders except Kurt turn around and join her. Kurt is like pointedly still facing because back he's mad because he's very into rules. I guess I don't understand yeah. what his character is. It. It's weird. Maybe he's cranky because his dad likes Finn more. I don't yeah. know. Okay, so but... I think at this point we're still supposed to believe that he is like. He wanted her to lose the weight to stay in the Cheerios. Which is crazy. Like, doesn't make sense. Because he turns around yeah. silently in the course of this song. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so she sings beautiful. She sounds great. The song sucks. It's also weirdly auto-tuned, though, I felt like. Oh, yeah. it's like, possible. It's this like, might be when they start producing things more. But it, it, she doesn't need it. It's weird. She doesn't. She's got a perfect voice. It's good. Um, Donna Agron, Quinn is obviously the first to join in. Yeah. Because, again, she's, she's really... Like, she's not... Okay. 
She's now, the, you have the, you know how you have the maiden, the mother, and the crone? She's, mm-hmm. like, she's now the mother. She's now yeah, the mother. Yeah. Um, she looks beautiful. And then, you know, the rest of the Glee Club joins. And then I think that's it. No one else, yeah. It's just the Glee Which, Club. So I have the follow-up questions. One, does everyone else think they're nerds while this is happening? <laughs> like, oh, look, the nerdy Glee Club during the nerdy yeah. cheerleaders during the nerdy song. <laughs> I know they applaud, but still. This isn't cheerleading. Some- this is not cheerleading. Which is This is just only a makes separate the next choir. few plot points more confusing. Um, um, also, do you think this would have happened at your high school? No. Sorry, Ooh, this would happen anywhere. I cannot confirm no. I mean, like, it wouldn't have been, like, remember this melodramatic. Me, yeah, but... remember being a 16-year-old emotional whatever where, like, someone would sing a song, the choir would sing a song, and it would bring everyone together. Oh, yeah. I, I remember distinctly Usher's Yeah playing at multiple pep rallies. I also remember singing our high school fight song, all of us, together. Oh. Yeah, together, in yes. purpose. On purpose, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, okay. It's just not this where, like, everyone stands up and joins. And, I'm like, just saying it's more realistic than I think I remember it being. Down the gridiron come the warriors of the mighty Cleveland High. Um, Kurt comes up now and says, thank you, I was wrong. Right. I have doubt that I was crying, but I don't remember why. So it's, Are you? It's really beautiful. I it's really beautiful up. I don't know why. they just leave it at, he hugs her and says, I was wrong. Like, they don't explain, they don't add more words. Your body's words. beautiful, not, and I never yeah. should have tried to whatever. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, something about, like, the thank you. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It worked for me. It's nice. They're but now that we're friends. telling it, I don't remember why. It was a fake why. fight. They are real friends. It's good. Right. Um, so now, Sue's looking a little nervous, but then we cut away to her, like, sort of, like, the recap with the reporter, which, like, okay. Okay. First of all, um, the reporter says, I instantly disliked you. He says a number of things about her that are true, like she's yeah. insensitive and rude. He also says, the fact that you called me a rerun twice makes, you think makes me think you're a little racist. Which, don't put the tiger on the table and yell at it. <laughs> right, okay. Unless we're going to get racist. rid of the tiger. Right. That <laughs> um, is racist. Congrats. <laughs> this is also a thing that, uh, well, okay, so he also is like, but then, like, you have, like, multiple... Bodied people on your children's Yeah, he's like, size diversity. They have one over, not overweight, just like bigger black girl, and then uh, all thin people. Yes. That's it. Um, That's not diversity. But also this is a thing on TV shows, which I don't think is a thing in real life, where like a reporter is like, allow me to tell you the angle of the story I'm going to write about you. Like, that's not how that works. That's not how it works. Also, again, they didn't cheer me. This isn't, one one member performed a song. They did glee. They did Glee. <laughs> he should still be confused and mad. Or at the very least, just confused. <laughs> and he seems to think it's great. It's just, we didn't need this plot. No. At any stage. We didn't need the journalist interviewing Sue. We didn't need Mercedes being given, like, uh, fake body image issues. We I liked the Quinn stuff, maybe, but that's it. And I definitely don't need it to be wrapped up. They could have let this one go, and I never would have addressed it. Never. It's so dumb. Um, we now cut to um, Bert coming over to meet Finn. Yes. Um, and Finn... This is the scene where I cried. I cried. I cried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, so I don't they, remember what Finn says to him about, like, yeah. you're not my dad, you never will no, be. No, he doesn't. So he's like, I want to have something to say to you. And Bert says, I have something to say to you. Let me say mine first, because it's whatever, right? Yeah. So Finn yeah. doesn't get to say, It's clear it's implied right. that he's going to be, like... A dick. A dick about it. But yes. Bert and then says Bert first. says the most beautiful things about, I love your mom, and yeah. I know I can't replace your dad because he was a literal hero both to you and to the world, yeah. but I'd like to be her hero. Which is like, and he's just so sensitive about his place in their lives. Yeah. Bert Hummels. I do like perfect. You've seen... Cried about fatherhood. You've seen Bert and Carol together literally two other times, and they've been in the course of this episode. And I still could not and love I it more. I fully believe that they're in, like, the world's best love. Yes. Yes. But these two sad, lonely people... Yeah. Right. How did they 
both turn out so like well adjusted and emotionally mature. Although now we learned the Carol thing that she's been talking to an iron for sixteen years, which is a whole separate thing. Yeah, but she like figured it out. Clearly, right. she like they both clearly have friends or family that they talk to, which they is not true other adults on the show. Yes, there are things like. There are things they don't share with their teenage children because it's, like, not appropriate and they're still, pa- like, good for them. I love that. Um, we then get Finn moving the urn out of his dad's se- seat to let Bert sit there, right. which is so much. Because the urn has been sitting there since he had that fight with his mom? Yeah, I guess it's just sitting there. The He's chair? been walking through his living room and there's just been, like, his dad sitting on the chair. It's fine. Uh, so they, whatever, they sit down to, like, watch the game together. Uh, yeah. Bert like says, I hate Duke as much as I hate Nazis, <laughs> which is a uh, very good default sports joke. And then we cut to Kurt watching <laughs> menacingly through the window. We don't cut. We, we just do a, zoom. We, we yeah. like do a little pan and zoom. We're like at the floor and we pan up <laughs> and it's Kurt in like a plaid blazer. Standing in a sliding glass door so you can see his full body. Like... Just full serial killer. Nose to the glass watch. Full serial killer. It's the best shot in the episode. I thought to myself, <laughs> like, there's a world in which someone, Bert had just mentioned offhand that he had watched a game with Finn today, and that's a normal way for this boy to find out that his dad yes. was watching sports with his non-brother. Why was he outside? Does he just hover outside Finn's house all the time? Yes. It's insane. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my god. It's so much. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, the implication seems to be that, like, Bert and Carol is here to stay, thank God. Yeah. Good, which it is. Yes. Um, the Glee Club will be part of their wedding. And then we hit... It's, it's almost over. April, yeah, April's talking we to Will. We wrap up the April plot in the most confusing way okay, imaginable. It's bonkers. She, she <laughs> says that he convinced her to go and talk to... Um, the man Buddy, and yeah. be like, I don't want to be your mistress anymore. I want to be your wife. Which yeah. is... Ew, he's met. currently married, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, while well, she said that he had a stroke and died... And, um, she, uh... His current wife gave April April a fuckload of money to not mention that she had been his mistress. Two million dollars. So then she says, I bought the auditorium. First of all, a development that will last one episode. Tops. There's no way that's going to happen. You can bring it up again in, like, seven seasons. (laughs) But also... Two million dollars is not that much money. That's not rest of your like, life money. I'm sorry. I I know I how much is supposed York, to be in my retirement like, fund, and yeah, it's more than it's that. It's more like, than that. Um, it's not enough money to buy an auditorium and then go off to Broadway. Like that's not how much. Money Where that she's is. going to produce the first all-white version of the Wiz. <laughs> A joke I laughed out loud. Out loud. I'm sorry. Hard. It's very good. You know what? And Whatever. it's even funnier that she then goes on to sing home. <laughs> Which, it's very funny. <laughs> from The Wiz. Yeah, so Will's like, I don't know how to thank you. Yes, yes, it's from The Wiz. It's like Dorothy's big song in The Wiz. Uh, that, that's why I forgot it, because I found it so... I oh, hate it's a weird song. I love that song, though. <laughs> I don't like The Wiz, because I'm racist. Anyways, so. $2 million is not that much money. If she bought an auditorium, she, in fact, no longer has $2 million. Can uh, you buy an auditorium in a school? No, I think it's like, you, like, <laughs> Well, you can make a donation and have it named after okay. you yeah. the same way that you can. And it's not like you're in charge then get to decide who uses it? No, but it, but I mean, then, like... Sorry, we know the you know principal when you, like, is swayed by literally anyone's authority. That's so. true. And you know when you, like, donate to, like, a college, and then, like, maybe yeah. your, like, nephew wants to go to Harvard or yeah. whatever? Like, I don't know how rich people work, but I think that's part of it. I think that's how it works. It's the same way that you can be like, I'll give you a bunch of money, but no one can ever mention abortion ever again. Hmm? Yeah, that's how it works in big political donations sometimes. Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's real bad. Wish I didn't know But that. this is a good use of money, I think, maybe. <laughs> Except for, like, still, again, each of those groups has their individual rehearsal space. Yeah, it's... So I don't need it. believe that yeah. this was a real problem. And again, I guarantee you, I don't remember this specifically, but I guarantee you that 
two episodes from now, there will be some struggle where they can't use a fucking auditorium. Oh, yeah. I'm Absolutely. So, like, Sorry. why even do this? Um, Write it on the whiteboard. Anyway, yeah, they sing Home from the Wiz. It's I good. like it. It's good. Christian Chenoweth's just a good singer. She, like, she also looks beautiful. She looks beautiful. She has on a white like a prom white, dress. Yeah, prom dress. <laughs> like, sleeveless. And, like, big, big jewelry, big statement. Uh-huh. Um, she looks great. It is a little funny. I don't know if it's real funny or not. It's a little weird to me that there's two instances of the song where a small white person uh, sings a big ballad made famous by a black person. Because we got... Uh, yes. We got a house is not a home. home. Dion Warwick and Luther Vandross both made it famous. Meanwhile, we and then we get this, right. which was Diana Ross and the Wiz. Well, again, we only have one black person on our show, right. and she already got a song. Well, it's so. not that you're not allowed to sing songs that were made fam- famous. No, by absolutely not. Race, but it's still a little funny in this specific episode and yeah. show, it's not no. part of a great pattern. No, a little better in that they both do it really well. Right? And yeah, they're like, all great. Do it weirdly. <laughs> Yeah, they, don't, they don't like try to give oh it something they can't. <laughs> yes. Um, but that's fine. This is how the episode ends. It makes no sense that it ends here. There's like, right. you know, it would have been fun here. I love Christian Chenoweth, but like a fun ensemble number is always yeah. a solid way to end an episode. Like, oh, the Glee Club shows up as like the back choir for her. We like the auditorium stage curtain. The back curtain goes up, and there's like, a yeah. beautiful cloud but, like, background. We just didn't get any ensemble numbers this episode, really, and I missed that. Yeah. It was weird. The I can watch one weird. person sing whenever. Like, I want to watch yeah. I just don't like show choir happen in front of me. There's going to be one person. Can it at least be, like, a fun, upbeat number? Yeah. I don't know. It's fine. A peppy, okay. up-tempo number, as they say in that thing you do. <laughs> anyway, All right. That's, that's it. the end of the episode. Three um, words or less. Let's do it. Was Lee good this week? Was home good? It was reprehensible. Read Audrey Lord. Yeah, bad. <laughs> it was bad. Um, okay. <laughs> Did Will see his Spanish episode? No. No. Yeah, Emma wasn't even question. Oh, wasn't What even do we think Will Schuster's Spanish students have learned this semester? Only we, what? The alpaca. migration patterns of alpacas uh-huh. and how to say, I like won't bring a gift to a birthday party in one sentence. He inexplicably had <laughs> I don't want to buy her his album. Yeah. Why did That's they make though, him right? a Spanish teacher? He had to teach something. I, I feel like they probably thought it was funny that he was a white man teaching Spanish and then Hold just on. didn't think any further. Moose. Whatever you're doing, we're very busy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so we can do this rapid fire. Did you enjoy fire? Yes. 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 A house is not a home. Yes. No, yes. I loved it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, one less bell to answer slash a house is not a home. No. Why? No. I, okay. Um, <laughs> beautiful. No. no. Sorry. Um, home. Yes. No. No. Sorry. You're both wrong. I like Christian Chenoweth. <laughs> I, I agree. do it again. Um, okay. If you had to fix one thing about this episode, what would it be? I'll start because mine one? is... Yeah, it's too big. Excise all of it except for the Kurt plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big note, but... Oh. I would let Jonathan Groff speak, and I would swap <laughs> that out for anything Sewer well said. Here's the problem. I really want to keep the Quinn and Mercedes portion of the horrible Mercedes right. plot. Right. I, I can think of a way to give one note that would reorient all of it around that and make it emotionally mature and interesting. <laughs> okay, mine is that Mercedes <laughs> of her own accord would have some body issues already because of who she is and the way yes. she looks or whatever or whatever. And that and we would go into those instead of like... Introducing it randomly out of nowhere. Yes. I would make it a more serious and grounded and... Right. But still like funny, whatever. Make jokes about whatever you want, but like... Sure, maybe like... I Maybe make... 
okay, here's a dumb bad idea, but it's a better idea than what they have, right? Yes. Like, we don't forget a reason why she can't be wearing the other uniform. Yes. Make it like, the uniform doesn't come they in They don't make size, it in sizes, because they only make it up to a size it. 10. Yes. And she can't. And, and then, then that's the source of it. And then you could take on the, like, clothing industry. Yeah, and then you have a lot of, stuff. it's an external pressure. Especially like, we already know that she likes the way she looks, so it could be like, hey, it's fucked up that the world does, right? Like, yeah. I like that. Great. Talk to that's way better. Um, also... It is crazy that so many Mercedes plots, when we get them, are so hinged around the power of suggestion. Remember when she was like, Kurt's gay, and then Quinn was like, you no, should kiss him, and she's yeah. like, I'm in love with Kurt, yeah. right? Like, That's because the writers don't have any concept of her like own like internal No, they really don't. They don't think she's a person, yeah. Yeah, it's really okay. Um, I guess on a lighter note, um, at the roller rink, that when the team is like not practicing, instead they would be performing super bass. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that is a great one. <laughs> That's a good one. Group performance, cut one less bell to answer. Our house is not a home. Yeah, yes. don't need that. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good one. Okay. Okay, I have a quiz. I'm ready. That I'm I've actually prepared for once. I'm so excited. Uh, it's four questions. They're multiple choice. <gasps> it is all about Kristen Chenoweth's social media. Thank God. <laughs> uh, which is great, by the way. Her, she's like very like Britney Spears, and that she like just posts dumb memes and like. <laughs> She's great on social media. Perfect. I love her. Um, okay. So, first, timely, for when we're recording it, not for when this is going to come out, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm going to list four things, and you have to tell me which of them she didn't post on the 4th of July. Okay, okay. I'm ready. She posted three 4th of July-related things, right? Okay. A patriotic bitmoji of herself. Okay. Um, her dog wearing, like, a Stars and Stripes dress. Great. Uh, a selfie eating a red, white, and blue cupcake. Or photos of herself at some kind of NASCAR event. <laughs> um she what was the first one patriotic bitmoji she did not post a photo of herself eating a cupcake i was gonna say the same thing you're both right yes <laughs> okay celebrities don't post photos of themselves eating yeah i feel like christian Chenoweth with mike but you're right she does that's true um okay about which recent like song that recently came out did she tweet i love it in all caps okay uh she like retweeted the artist announcing it okay i said i love it okay praying by kesha Ni Tu Ni Yo by J-Lo, Turn Up the Love by Aluna George, or uh, the new Coldplay one that has a dumb title. It's like Aliens, but they're all in all caps and spaced out. Well, it's not that one. <laughs> um, Pray. Aluna George? Both wrong. J-Lo. <gasps> <laughs> it is great. She's right. <laughs> okay. A fan recently tweeted at her, just like, I'd love to see you play blank someday. And she quote retweeted it and said, dream roll. Which, 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 which was it? Okay. Okay. Dolly Parton, Marilyn Monroe, Debbie Harry, Princess Diana. Please be Dolly Parton. Is it Marilyn Monroe? It's Dolly Parton. Thank yes. God. That is, that's my dream role for her. <laughs> okay, last one. Uh, this is a little old, older, but I thought it was good. So this is in April. She Instagrammed a magazine cover that like featured her. It's a picture of her smiling and holding her dog again. She loves her dog. Um, the headline or like, you know, the like bit on the magazine that's about the article is Christian Chenoweth, what keeps this star shining? So you should tell me what the magazine was. Uh, I bet you, there's only three options this time because it's harder to find okay. good fake options for. <laughs> um, and I'm going to tell you the name of the magazine and then their Instagram bio because these are, none of them are magazines I've ever heard of okay. or like would not understand. Okay. Uh, Guideposts magazine, providing hope, encouragement, and inspiration for over 70 years. <laughs> that's my girl magazine. A magazine for girls who know they're not going to make it on their own, heart, step-by-step, hand-in-hand with Yeshua, your Messiah, heart. Uh, Or uh, Christianity Today magazine. We cover the people, events, and trends shaping the church and culture. 
The first one. Guideposts. Yeah, it was guideposts. <laughs> they are all Christian magazines. I believe Guideposts is just hiding it a little more. Yeah. Wait, Christianity does Yeshua? Uh, that's my girl magazine is one that I found by Googling Christian magazine and only has like a hundred Instagram followers. So, so I don't know how real that. it is. But yeah, yeah, sure. You can, you can throw in, you can call Jesus whatever. I don't know like what. Very fun. It's a good quiz. Denomination. It's a great quiz. Um, my only update on Ryan Murphy today, because we're just coming back from the 4th of July week, um, is that Ryan Murphy vacationed in P-Town with his husband and their two children. Of course. Um, according to a lot of Instagrams. Clarify for our non-East Coast listeners. Sorry. Provincetown, Massachusetts. Okay. Just... One of several prominent gay vacation yeah. destinations. Um, per yeah, a friend who is. also vacationed in P-Town. Uh, yeah, I kept running into him. It was terrible. He's kind of rude. Oh, that's that, like that the best. Out, yeah. It was incredibly succinct. I'm so glad we have boots on the ground reporting. I know. Yeah, that's a live update from a friend, friend of the pod, Mike. So. <laughs> I, I don't think I would recognize Ryan Murphy if I ran into him. I definitely would. Because of the hats. I would 100%. <laughs> I'm sorry, Since I watched a lot, a lot of the Glee Project. A lot of the Glee Project. All of it, to be exact. Yeah. Um, and just as a random note, courtesy of my office viewing, um, which major Glee cast member uh, played a um, guest starring role on, not guest starring, a recurrent, what's the word I'm looking for? Had a small role in an episode of The Office. Um... Kevin McHale Playing. plays the pizza delivery guy who they kidnap. Yes. Whoa. And like hold hostage for many hours in the conference room. Yeah. That's so good. Good to know. That's a good one. Um, okay. Okay, I think that's it. That's it. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Both at Was Glee Good. Send us a little email, wasgleegood at gmail.com. Or give us a call, 330-366-6130, and tell us what you would change in this episode or any episode of Glee. Absolutely do not watch this episode of Glee. Oh my god. Oh yeah, do, don't. I feel bad for any teen girl who watched this episode of Glee. So. I'm one of them, so thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Get ready for me luck, cause I'm a comer. I simply gotta march my heart to drum and know. Somebody don't know. Nobody is gonna rain on my Robbie, are you feeding your cat? Robbie, is your cat having body image issues? <laughs> Sue Sylvester, tell your cat he needs to lose weight. <laughs>